Dude, have you guys ever had jalapeno kettle cooked chips? I swear, this is the best chip on planet Earth. It's second to, I would argue, salt and vinegar. Non cut. I actually would say non kettle cooked salt and vinegar. Just the regular, super, kind of closer to Pringle style. Uh, chip. Yeah, I don't know what the people at Lay's are doing, but I guarantee you in their HR department, they have some strategy in which they are looking for the top freaking scientists, chemical, chemistrists, chemi- chemical, chemical chemists, scientists, <laughs> chemists, <laughs> chemists who know how to make a chip that will make a human being uh, slavish, if you will, to whatever it's the so flavor. It's so good. It yeah. is. So, it literally, the kettle cooked version and the jalapeno is the greatest, might be the greatest chip on planet Earth. Yeah, if you are Delta Airlines, you're thinking, okay, there's two main uh, roles that we have to really make sure that we get right. The pilots, because you don't want them guys, you don't, you don't want those guys flying into the dirt, right? No. But also the flight attendants, that's a very important role. That's Delta Airlines. But if you are Lay's potato chips, you are looking for people who are graduating uh, with their PhDs in chemistry, hoping to change the world, and uh, end up instead making the world's best tasty ch- tastiest chip. And I think Lay's, um, they've nailed that. So anyways, welcome to Upland. We're going to talk about some cool Upland stuff. Um, and we may be eating a few Lay's potato chips as Yeah, let we me go. have one more. Let me yeah. have one more. Send it. Like, I'm... I've been watching my I've been watching my diet lately, but uh, sometimes you can't pass up on a Lay's jalapeno kettle cooked chip. But I will tell you what: I at least limit myself to ten or less if I consume ten, chi- ten yeah, chips or less. Ten chips or less in a day because I've been losing some weight. Maybe you've noticed if you've been watching the show. All of the uh, uh, I was 195 at the beginning of the year. <laughs> I officially hit 163 yesterday. Indeed, all of the but upland fangirls out there with a chip. All the upland fangirls out there are all about Loyal Doyle and his 30 pounds of of loss. Uh, I will say this: you know, um, we are speaking um, as Americans. We call these chips. Um, you know, I have spent uh, a number of well, amount of time in Europe and UK. These are called crisps over there. And you know what? Here's the crazy thing. In the UK, one of the most popular crisps made again by the fine folks at Lay's is uh, chicken flavored crisps. So they have the same style chips, but they're called crisps. But what what are they called? Kettle cooked. Should we look that up? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I guess Lay's. Cattle cooked. Where do we look? England? <laughs> if you're here for Upland content, please stand by. How do you even... How do you even... I don't know. This is actually kind of embarrassing. You know, here's the thing. Lay's knows what they're doing. Um, crisps. And, uh, yeah. Crisps, chips, whatever you want to call them. They're, they're amazing. Uh, but anyhow, so tonight we're not really here to talk about chips or crisps. 
um, or even uh, cultural uh, discrepancies between language. But we're here to talk about Upland and some various strategies. Now, um, you noticed, if you are a watcher of the show, all four of you who watch this show, um, you'll remember that a few weeks ago, uh, Loyal Doyle and I kind of had a little bit of a debate in which we uh, kind of talked about the Santa Clara property release by Upland. I took one position and Loyal Doyle took another. Tonight we're going to take a little bit of the uh, same um, approach in which Loyal Doyle will be presenting his strategy for how he is successful in the game. I'll be presenting my strategy as well. I will say this on the onset. Uh, Loyal Doyle is about a triple uh, in, uh, in value in this game than, than me. So um, maybe if that alone is the gauge or metric by which, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're at 86 grand. Yeah, let's just show it. So <laughs> currently I'm sitting at I'm 86, mil 86 million, close to 87 million Upix net worth. So this is my property value compared to my current liquid value of Upix, which is currently 16 million five hundred thousand Upix. So uh that's essentially eighty seven thousand dollars. And I've invested twenty five, twenty six thousand dollars USD into the game to achieve uh at starting in November of 2020, so what? How, how long has that been? Uh, like, um, uh, ten months. Ten months, and I've pretty much <coughs> more than tripled. Actually, that's more than triple, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, make that happen, S and P 500. Now, here's the thing. Um, in the process of doing so, not only has been wild, not only has Loyal Doyle been wildly successful. Um, but his wife has left him. Um, his children have alienated him, and <laughs> uh, you know his uh, he's lost his employment. Um, but none of that matters, really. What really it's matters? It's true. It's true. I actually <laughs> I actually was divorced this year, which is why I had the liberty to invest twenty five thousand dollars into a video Correct. game because I sold my condo and. In fact, <laughs> let that be a lesson to you all. If you're contemplating or facing a divorce. Upland is a great way to hide cash uh, <laughs> from so the true. attorney, from it's the attorneys. Who's going to be like, wait, they have $25,000 hidden in a video game that's worth money? This is horrible uh, advice, <laughs> although it is very practical advice. <laughs> it actually is very practical <laughs> advice. If you put some money into a video game, no one will go there to check how much money you have put into <laughs> said video game. <laughs> and go, uh, I mean, if you put it into Coinbase, if you're like going after regular crypto investments, maybe they'll come after you for yeah. how much money you've put into that. But yeah. put it into Upland, an app on your iPhone, uh, they might not be very suspicious as to what happened to that $25,000 because it's, it's gone. <laughs> and this is what, this is why we have a podcast to bring to you uh, dear listeners, uh, valuable information that will help you not only in the game of Upland, but in your life, your personal life. And so um, stay tuned for next episode when we talk about how to, uh, how to successfully launder money. 
Uh, but for today, though, we're going to be talking about various strategies in which you can be successful in Upland. We do have various episodes uh, so far on this channel in which we talk about uh, uh, you know, how to be successful in Upland. I think that was our very first, the title, of, in fact, of our very first episode in this show. Indeed. However, let's get into the nitty gritty and talk about the strategy. So, um, Tyler, do you want to just kind of like unveil your strategy? Because you've got some cool ones. Yeah. Uh, so, at a high level, I think we can just high level give w- where we're at. Uh, at a high level, my strategy w- is to hodl, hodl, and I I think uh, Upland is where Bitcoin was year one or two, okay, and I think it is. I understand the most in- investing advice would be to get your money at your original investment out as soon as possible just to protect like risk. Uh, if you doubled your money, maybe get half of it out. Like that's what a lot of people do in investing in the stock market and crypto. Uh, but I am so bullish on upland that I think it's, uh, it's a little too soon to pull out and, uh, I think any dollar amount you take out now is like taking out at least 10x what it will be worth in the next year or two. So, I I mean, I know that's a really strong opinion, but uh, that's just where I'm at with Upland. And that's, uh, I'll be frank, uh, my plan is to pay my next house off cash, at least a four-bedroom house and uh, the state of Utah, which will probably be at least half a million dollars. At least. So my goal is half a million to, from my $25,000 investment, half a million in the next three years or two years, and to buy a house cash. Uh, that that literally is my goal. Okay. So and I, <coughs> and I, I am so convinced, like I cannot... That's why we like I wanted to start this podcast to like get help more people realize like that is a legitimate goal that I swear to you I believe with 100% will happen and uh I'm convinced that that it will happen that's why I'm that's why I'm very bullish on this and uh a lot of it because it's it's more than just making the right investment it's also the right strategy and that is why we try to release very specific content on this channel other than these podcasts where we talk about strategies that we employ to make more money in this game okay so let's rehash really quick so when did you start when did you when did you first create your account in upland i believe it was october or november of 2020 so it what how many months is it? Ten, ten yeah, months? About, yeah, about ten or nine. Nine or ten. Okay. Okay, so you created in uh, let's say let's just say November of two thousand twenty. And at the recording of this podcast, it is August seventeenth, two thousand twenty one. Yep. So again, that's probably uh, anywhere from nine to ten months. Um 
And you say you have put in your uh, with your own money how much? Twenty six thousand. Okay, twenty six thousand dollars, and your current wealth right now is uh, almost eighty seven million upix, which um, the conversion uh, to that to U.S. dollars is uh, eighty almost eighty seven thousand dollars. Assuming that you can bring that money out, take that money out for U.S. dollars. Which would be almost uh, uh, well, it's about three and a half times what your initial investment is, correct? Yeah, and I actually believe if I were to cash out uh, in the next this month, that I would have like a hundred thousand dollars. Like yeah. because if I were to sell all my properties that I know what they're worth, uh, at least a hundred thousand. Okay, and so that's at least four x my money in less than a year. But your goal is is to kind of hodl and Make stay five in times that in the long time long term and get about five to six x. Yeah, so that you can take the money out at a certain point, so that you can uh, afford to purchase. Well, I'm already four x, right? I'm right? close to it. I'm already Almost, close yeah. to four x. Almost, yeah. So what I'm looking for is actually like. Probably 20x. Okay, 20x. On my original investment. 20x, yeah. Uh, how much did you put in? Like 20-something? Yeah. Okay. So you times that by 20. Yeah, so that would be about about 500,000. Yeah. Okay, so when do you think that that would happen? I think that will happen in the next two years that I could have that much. All right, so here we are. Especially with the strategies that uh, I do, I flip a lot. A lot of people hodl. On their stuff, I I like to every new city, buy a lot and sell a lot, yeah, and have more money for the next city. Okay, so one thing we've learned from Tyler Doyle over here, or Loyal Doyle, is that he number one has a distinct goal in mind, meaning that he's not just here to have fun. He's not just here because he's a gamer. He's not just here because he wants to make some money or to hide his money from his estranged wife. Uh, but he is actually looking, he has a figure in mind and a date in mind by which he hopes to accomplish that figure, which would be two years from now. Yeah. Okay. So let's say August 23rd or sorry, August of 2023. Yep. Okay. You hope at that point you will have at least five to 600 million upix, right? Exactly. That does not seem too far off, given your trajectory uh, to date, given that you have almost four times your value that you've put in over the last nine months, meaning that over the next three years, I mean, it's reasonable if you keep up this rate, you could get, you could achieve the 20x that you're looking for. Okay, so tell us what your secret is and what it is you're doing. Obviously, you put a little bit of money in. Some people don't have Yeah, that. I really had a boom actually back in the Fresno, actually in the Clovis expansion of Fresno. Uh, I bought so many properties in Clovis. It was the first time I started buying and flipping. Uh, so, And I was flipping them for probably 150% minimum to 200%. So... Wow. I literally in one month went from like thirty thousand upix value to probably like fifty thousand upix value because I was just buying everything and flip 
And dude, the whole city sold out in probably a week. Okay. This is Clovis. This is Clovis. This is, this is Clovis. This was probably around, I don't know, December or January of 2020. Okay. Or Jan. December 2020, January 2021. I don't remember exactly, but I was flipping a lot of properties and uh, I made a lot of money really fast. Way more than I'm making on my Coinbase account uh, buying what I feel are... I I always buy when crypto dips. I'm big into Chainlink. I'm big into Unibrite. I'm big into Ethereum, and I buy when it dips. And uh, even then, I've with the sa- roughly the same amount of investment, I've probably made about ten thousand dollars profit if I were to cash out today. Because crypto. crypt- crypto's coming back up right now today, and. Uh, if I were to cash out today, I would make ten thousand dollars with that same r- rough investment. I have four x my money, so twenty thousand into crypto. I've made thirty thousand. Twenty thousand, a little bit more into Upland. I've made eighty thousand. So uh, that's just where I'm at, and that's I feel like Upland is actually a better investment. I feel like NFTs are a better investment than crypto right now. NFTs generally or NFTs in the metaverse? Generally. Okay. So like if you're an artist out there and you're creating NFTs, that would be more lucrative for you than uh, to invest in the next, you know, a hottest token. That's Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. I think NFTs, if you, p- if you do it right, especially in a game like Upland, I think Upland is... Honestly, where I'm at, I think Upland is actually the best uh, NFT. Like, they've announced that they're going to do an NFT portal, okay, where you can put your NFTs from other uh, Wax accounts, like other... They've already announced that there's an NFT portal coming where you can put your NFTs into upland we don't know all the details about that but uh i think that's a that's a really genius idea to have a place where you can show off your nfts that you own within a metaverse like i think we're really close to having like museum type situations where individual players own their own museum and they're showing off their nft collection in a museum type, you go to that building, you have to actually travel to Chicago or New York City or San Francisco to go to someone's building and see their, and, and maybe even pay a fee because you want to see how cool they're, maybe that's a thousand upics, one dollar essentially, and you get to enter their museum and see, walk around and see the different uh, NFTs that they've collected. I think we're really close to that. You know, that absolutely makes sense because um, how many of us have spent and or are willing to spend, you know, anywhere from 10 to thirty dollars for an entrance into a, uh, uh, you know, kind of a more upscale uh, art museum, you know, like 
let's say let's say we're on a trip, a family trip. We're, we're thinking we're going to go to Paris or maybe San Francisco. And, uh, of course, both of those cities. Let's say it's actually Minnesota because there was this museum in Minnesota. I lived in Minnesota for about two, for about one, ten months, actually. Uh, and there was this museum that was free. Really? But they asked for uh, donations. Okay. And I think the average person who went into that museum paid $5. Right. To be like, hey, thank you for letting me. This is a great museum. Thank you for upkeeping it so well, and I will gladly give you $5 for my entrance per person. This is Minneapolis? Yeah, Minneapolis. All right, so Paris, Minneapolis, it's all the same. Uh, so you you pay entrance into a building to look at and appreciate art. You have an experience. It's not just to come and look at art. It's to have an experience. With NFTs, what you're saying is is that there's no difference really in the physical environment of no. entering into uh, a, uh, an art museum in Minneapolis or Paris. I mean, there's a little bit of a difference because they're paying a janitor to like sure, yeah, yeah. It, you can smell. Yeah, it's you're nice. in the if you're in the Sistine Chapel, you know, you're looking yeah, at the ceiling nice. where Michelangelo did his thing, and they keep it really clean. So for sure, there's a little yeah. bit there, but at the same time. You're really there for the art. You are there for the art, which is a great point because you could either, uh, you know, spend about $6,000 on flights to Paris or uh, $89 for flights to Minneapolis, depending on where you live, and uh, view this uh, art museum and have an experience. Um, or you could say, hey, f friends, family, let's gather around. We're going to look at some art here digitally. And appreciate that art we're going to pay an entrance to get into this to look at this art and we may even purchase some art now here's the thing when you go into a physical environment i use the sistine chapel as an example okay sistine chapel as we know is that chapel in which michelangelo painted the ceiling where there's the famous painting of god reaching out to adam and Adam kind of casually reaching out to God, right? Making a comment about God's uh, desire to reach out to us and our, as mankind, our casual uh, response to God, right? Um, if you were actually in the assisting chapel, that I, I would argue that's probably a more profound experience by being there physically than there would be if you were to go into the into the Sistine Chapel digitally. However, um, you have to think, okay, what strengths um, or what are the advantages of going into a physical environment? What do you expect to happen? Well, you might expect to, you might expect to see uh, maybe uh, you know maybe the cracks in the paint at the ceiling. Maybe you're expecting to smell um, what that building smells like. Um, maybe you're expecting to see the caretaker of that particular building um, hobble around and do his little thing, and you think that all adds to the experience, right? And all that does, it's all 100% legitimate. Then you step outside into the, uh, you know, into the European, um, you know, environment around the Sistine Chapel. And it all adds to that experience. Well, that's valid. 
but what is it about the um, the metaverse that makes that experience more valid or at least equally as valid, but in a different way, right? So what I'm saying is in a physical environment, you're smelling things, you're, you can touch things, right? Um, you can see things, you can... You might get kicked out if you touch the paintings. So. <laughs> right, right, for sure, yeah. Good point. Okay, but in a in a digital environment, like there has to be some advantages to what the digital experience might be that's that's different and maybe even more preferable than the physical environment. Okay, so like for example, obviously the cost of flights um, is going to be gone. Right, you can go into a digital environment and experience the uh, the experience for free right there in your bedroom or whatever. That's not a great environment or a great advantage. It's a the avoidance of a disadvantage. Um, but there may be others, right? So you could zoom in. That's an advantage. You're sitting in the Sistine Chapel. You can't zoom into a particular feature. Um, you're looking. You're looking from 80 feet below from the ceiling. Whereas in a digital environment, you can zoom in, and then you can see little helps that pop up. For example, um, maybe some. Maybe some uh, media that may uh, that may yeah. that may make the experience more uh, rich. Anyhow, the point is, um, there are advantages to both mediums, and by mediums I mean either physical or digital. Um, so don't just discard or disregard, I should say, the the digital NFT experience with with uh, you know with some sort of like. Um, museum in yeah the, in and the metaverse. It's, it's more than just upland who's going in this direction where they're where they are really emphasizing this kind of museum like experience uh where you go in and you get to see a collection that someone has put together even on that uh paramount plus episode that we watched the first one of the two um, upland was it was featured on the second episode but the first episode of the nft and the meta metaverse i think is what the episode the two episodes were called uh featured that one player who purchased do you remember what the cost was remember what the cost he purchased that was that 40 million or something like that? yeah like 40 million from the one guy who Put like, but it was like eighty thousand pieces of art or something. I yeah. sorry, I'm totally getting this wrong. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, the guy had made art for like eight years or something. Yeah, it was like twenty million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that guy was showing a similar experience where he was interested in a digital world that shows digital art in a museum-like experience. And Upland, I think, is one of the very few that are pushing this experience. And this is why, I'm again, I'm so bullish on Upland. I think we haven't even seen the beginning of what really the future of this looks like. Uh, today we had a small experience in... Uh, as UCN, Upland Contributor Network Broadcasters. Uh, we had a little bit of an experience where we got to see 
some of the features that are coming. Uh, it's amazing. It's it's amazing what's coming. I I, I can't talk about all of it, uh, but the way they're integrating with other third-party technologies and going to make that... They're essentially making the NFT marketplace more usable, more user-friendly, and uh, more accessible to the users. Right. If that makes sense. It like does make sense. So The NFT marketplace currently is very how do I say, like, very clunky. It's very, there's not a great user, especially Wax. And, like, Wax is one of the most popular NFT marketplaces, and it's a very clunky experience. It's, like, it's not the most used, like, Upland is a very user-friendly experience comparatively to most NFT experience, like, I would actually say Upland is like 10 times ahead almost every other NFT experience out there. It's one of the only ones that's mobile, like app-based. It's I think it's the only game that's mobile app-based. But once they bring in NFTs coming in from Wax and all these different sources, that's amazing. Yeah, I would say that um, I don't have a whole lot of experience with the NFT marketplaces that are in existence. I would say that, uh, and I would also say in a positive light that uh, Upland has made strides um, in their user interface, um, hoping that they'll make more. Um, yeah, so, for sure. Uh, okay, so there's that. Okay, so back to your strategy. So you, what you're saying is you go in when a new city is minted and you purchase low value properties. You don't necessarily chase the high dollar ones, although I know you do. Yeah, a little bit of both. Okay. If it's in a high if it's in a high value collection, I will pay the highest price I can afford. If it's in a rare or ultra rare collection, I will pay multiple multiple thousands of dollars for that property. But the majority of your properties, you hit, I'm look, we're looking at the screen here. Well, you have, yeah, we can go to it. Okay, you have almost 4,000 properties. I have like 25%. I have like a little over a 1,000 uh, properties right now. But clearly, your 3,800 properties are not all rare properties or in collections. Given that you have 96 collection, collections and... On average, a collection has, uh, you know, anywhere from two to five properties in that collection, meaning that uh, out of 389 yeah. properties, in or 3, Chicago alone, I have 1,340, and most of those are under five dollars. Okay, under five thousand up. So yeah, I have a strategy of buying a lot of low-cost properties. Because the first thing to rise in Upland is the floor cost, the lowest cost properties. Like Manhattan, for example. Like, let's look. Let's look really quick. Let's go to Manhattan. It's hard to get a view of just Manhattan. You got to, like, zoom in right here. 
Again, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash The Upland Show, you can see where we're sharing our screen. Uh, let's just see. See, even that pulls up Brooklyn. Let's just pull, like, right in this area of Manhattan. The lowest cost property you can buy is 49,000 upics. Wow, really? Wow, really? But there was a time when you could buy a bunch of properties for six dollars. Wow. In fact, let's actually go to Harlem, like Harlem area. This is where you could buy a bunch of properties for really cheap. Okay, there it is. Thirty-two thousand upix or thirty-two dollars. But those are just the ones going for USD thirty-five thousand upix. So you could have bought. A thousand properties for five for six dollars, and they're now minimum worth thirty five dollars. Okay, so, so if you work that math, that's like you're basically saying you spend six thousand dollars, and now you can return, uh, you can get in return about thirty to thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah. And you're just saying that's that's not using the ultra rare properties. That's not buying the ultra. No, that's just the floor. That's just the floor. Hello. You're looking at right now these tier one cities, right? Yeah, that's a tier one city. I mean, like so is Chicago. And guess what? Chicago is still available right now at the recording time of this podcast. Look, let's zoom. Let's go to a city. One of my favorites, uh, Inglewood. There's this one called. I am addicted to these chips. This one called I Am Addicted to These Chips. So uh, Brighton Park. Brighton Park. I love Brighton. But look, if I go to this property, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna send to it right now. I bought this one for $4.75. Okay. Let me zoom in. Let me click on my dude. Let me see the properties that are within distance. And look, $5. Okay. Let me buy this right now. And what you're saying is you're buying this property right now. All those properties right now are for sale at the floor price, which is around five bucks each. I have the and authentication on so that I don't get lose all my. And what you're saying, though, is, Loyal Doyle, is that if you were to buy all of these at the $5 price within six to eight months, Chicago being a tier one city i think it'll be at the similar price at least 25 dollars. at least 25 dollars and you're buying every five dollars right now so at yeah least that's five x in that's six months five x in six months like why am i not buying all of these right now right maybe that's the right strategy so that's one strategy okay so the purpose of this video or today's episode is to talk about various strategies and one of the strategies is to buy the floor um, meaning you're not chasing these these top dollar properties. Four dollars and sixty two cents. Yeah. Yep, I'll buy it. Yep. Let's just see the street on that. I just want to see. This is the Mozart thing I love. Street. Forty two, forty seven. I just want to see the, stre the street view. This is the thing I love the most. Click the street. Yeah, I just want to see the. Okay, so looks got a nice minivan yeah, out nice, front. Yeah, family nice neighborhood. Family house, nice tree lined streets. Yeah, okay, it's you just great. bought that for four dollars and sixty cents. Now, what you're saying though is, is then about six months, maybe a year, now you're gonna within six months that will be worth five x what I just paid for it. So 
if you compare that to the stock market, even the aggressive S&P 500 or the uh, – because uh, there's the stock market and there's the technical stock market. What's the technical one called? Uh, I don't know. I'm an idiot. All about technology me. companies. Um, I'm just going to keep buying Anyways, properties. the point is, is that the traditional m- means of investment uh, do not have the means of return. Now, in crypto world, people are like – Okay. Yeah. Sure. You. Uh, we all have heard the stories of people who have spent thirty-eight bucks, and in eight months they they cash out for six and a half million dollars. Um, but what we're not hearing is all the fourteen million people who have put in eight thousand dollars on that crap coin, and uh, and have lost their shirt. Um, so you know, just I'm gonna dismiss you, crypto guy. But the thing is with with Upland is that. In addition to these properties increasing over time, there's no risk of the properties decreasing over time. They will not no, decrease. No, they don't decrease. They'll never decrease. They at least keep their current value. At least keep their current value. They will never decrease. So if you buy, if you mint a property. Yeah, the, I think Chicago's going to sell out within another month or two. See, okay? that kind of makes you want to go ahead and start and like, buying more properties. Uh, Chicago has a lot of properties, okay? But here's the thing. This Chicago in... Let me, sh- let me share the screen. This initial... If people are new to the game, the first collection they're going to go for is this... In each city, the first collection in each city. I think when people are new, they're not going to go for the ultra-rare mafia properties because the cheapest one you can find at that point is probably ten thousand dollars okay so they're gonna be like okay let's all my goal as a new player is to get all the blue properties okay so they're gonna go for all these blue properties these blue collections and these ones are gonna say the cheapest one you can buy is twenty five dollars per property and they're like okay i'm in i want to get one of each of those because they're going to keep going up because i think in five years from now the i legitimately think five years from now the cheapest property you can buy in upland is 100 dollars. really minimum five years from now 100 bucks yeah even like bakersfield yeah even anything I think every property in the world in Upland will be worth $100. Again, that's just me. Within which five why years ho- from now. Which is why you're holding. Which is why I'm holding. But okay. what's your strategy? Okay, so good, great segue. Okay, so I agree. I think, I think there's a great future in store for uh, Upland. I think it's going places. I... Uh, I've heard some rumors about some, um, some very strategic partnerships um, in the in the works that will bring um, hundreds of thousands of new players uh, into this game. So I expect that Upland will actually blow up. I actually agree with you, Loyal Doyle, that um, this is like Bitcoin in uh, maybe not the first year, but maybe the fourth or fifth year. Uh, maybe it's not the 18 cent Bitcoin, uh, but maybe it's more like the $180 Bitcoin. Either way, it doesn't matter. The point is, 
um, we're in the infancy of this game, and I think there are, are are you know hundreds of thousands of players that will come into this game um, rather soon. We are right now. If you're watching this video, and if you are a Uplander, you are one of the early adopters. We're we're all familiar with the um, the scale in which you know you have the early adopters, and then you have the bell curve at the top where. Uh, there's the the mass adoption, and then you know it tailors off to um, everybody's everybody's doing it. But right now we're at the beginning of that bell curve, um, where um, most of us here in Upland, an Upland, are early adopters. But soon, but soon, um, there will be things that will be unveiled by the developers of Upland that will. Uh, accelerate the pr- uh, the the process by which new players come into this game. Yeah, they keep talking about new partnerships that are coming that are going to be big. Yeah, so I I agree. Don't I think know the, what those are though. Yeah, I think the floor is going to grow. I think the value of each property that has been made available within the game will only continue and increase. I will say this though, um, as a more um, skeptical. Maybe skeptical is a word, or maybe cautious, or maybe uh, conservative. I, yeah, I would say conservative. Yeah, that's good. That's a good word for it. I I like the idea that I I I initially entered this game with a large amount of money, because we all know that when you enter this game, Upland will initially reimburse you, or you know, times your investment by one point five. One point five. So, for example, if you if you throw a thousand dollars into this game, you'll immediately have the equivalent upix of one thousand one thousand five hundred, which is I mean that's immediately fifty percent increase. Yep. Upon entry, so that's why we put our referral links in the description <laughs> on every. That's video. right. That's right. So use I, those if you're new. Yeah. So I I sent it, man. I put in as much as I could. That I was available. I'm not a high roller by any means, but I did what I could and put as much as I could in into this game so that I could maximize my uh, 50% return immediately. Okay, so I do agree that this gro- this game is growing, but what I do want to do though is I want to capture as as early as possible. I want to pull out of the game my initial investment so that yeah I have. Now, my initial investment, my initial principle that I put into this game is back safely in the bank and that all the properties... You're, you're now functioning at a risk-free... 100% risk-free. Yeah. So, in other words, everything that is still left or retaining in the game within my account at Upland um, uh, is, is 100% risk-free. And hopefully that's a, like maybe double your initial investment. For example... If you put in $1,000 into the game and you get $1,500 value right. from that referral bonus, which you definitely should use if you haven't joined, use a referral yes, bonus. Uh, so you put in 1000 and you now have 1500 Get that thou- By then, hopefully you still have like 1000 remaining. Hopefully you still have your kind of initial investment worth once you get your money out. Absolutely. So let's say you put in 20000 
Hopefully you were able to get $20,000 out and you still have $20 million upix in the game to net worth to grow with. Yeah. Or like yeah. I think that's a good goal. I it, think. I, you know, I think it... Okay, so the reason why I do that is because I am a crypto investor, okay? And in fact, my good friend... Loyal Doyle, here, Loyal Doyle here actually is the one who got me started in crypto uh, because I'm this old curmudgeon who, uh, <laughs> curmudgeon. you know, just goes about his daily life. Kermit and, the Frog here. And and uh, Tyler actually you know, introduced me to, to crypto, um, you know, just less than a year ago. And um, once he introduced me, I got hooked. So I absolutely am addicted to the crypto industry. Anyhow, um, the reason why I say that is because there's an established strategy within crypto that you don't just buy crypto and hold, and and as it's as that asset that you've researched and purchased at the various at the lowest possible price that you could. As that price now is now starting to go to the moon, that asset is going to the moon, um, you don't just sit there and wait for the next six years for that to 100x. What you do do is after about 20 to 50% of profits, you take out about 25% of whatever the profits is. And then as you continue to in your trajectory to the moon, you take out another small. Yeah, the goal is get back your initial investment as soon as possible. Yeah, because most then, of these crypto technologies. Yeah, because right? then at that point you're now playing with free money. Like you've taken out your initial investment, and now the rest of the value that's in that crypto asset as it's increasing is completely free money. So you put in money, you double your investment, you take out half of that investment, which is now what you originally put in. Right. And now. The rest of that is all profit. It's a hundred percent profit. Play with it as much as you want, you and there's zero risk, risk because you don't lose any money. Yeah, and that's what I'm. So that's an established strategy within the crypto world. And by the way, that has uh, come across from the stock market. Um, if you're a stock market investor, you know that's a very established strategy. This is an established strategy within crypto, although I suppose the rates are a little bit different given the volatility of crypto. Yeah. But now within the metaverse, within Upland, my strategy is to apply that same pattern into crypto, or I'm sorry, into uh, Upland, maybe with some different thresholds. And by the what, what I'm saying is, is like, yeah, I put a lot of money into this. I got a need immediately. I got a fifty uh, percent return, right? Because the game gives you that, right? Um, I start making investments. I start making purchases. I have right now about thirteen hundred properties right now. But I would like in the next six months to recapture my initial investment, yeah. and ideally, I will still have a good amount of upics or value still in the game in which I can continue to play and make new profits at that point. Now, I won't necessarily have the 5x that you're experiencing right now, but at the same time, I have minimized my return 
uh, my significant other is not uh, beating me up over the head with a rolling pin, um, and uh, you know I have I'm making now more yeah. money without without any risk. And and I may be one of the oddballs out there who thinks that uh, getting out right now is like getting out of Bitcoin near too. Like you hear that guy who bought a pizza for like two thousand <laughs> Bitcoin, right? Oh my right. Gosh. That guy's probably committed suicide by now. <laughs> that poor Like that guy had 2,000 Bitcoin. Did he really buy a pizza for 2,000 Bitcoin? Oh, like year two of Bitcoin, he purchased pizza. Dude. A piece, a, f- a freaking $5 pizza. Maybe, let's say it was worth $20. He bought it for 2,000 All right, 2,000 Bitcoin. 2,000 Bitcoin. Let's say Bitcoin is what right now, 40,000? 40, $40,000. Oh my gosh! It's eighty million bucks. That w- eighty million dollars. <laughs> he bought a pizza with it. Oh so what I'm saying oh is, I think Upland is the Bitcoin of NFTs. That's where I'm at. Upland think, or the metaverse? I think, no, of, Upland of NFTs. Oh, okay, all right. I think Upland is Bitcoin of the NFTs. I think Upland is doing something different that nothing else is doing. I know other people have made big money in other NFT projects yeah, crypto like CryptoPunks, yeah. right. NBA Top Shot, all sorts of different projects. But I think as far as the average person making good money, I think Upland, anybody can come in. In fact, I'm trying to convince my dad to put in 25 grand right now. Into Upland? Into Upland. <laughs> with your referral code? With my referral code. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move, bro. <laughs> and uh, Do it, Dad. <laughs> make a YouTube series where we get we double his money in three months. Nice. That's a good idea. That's Dude, kinda, that's a that's great an idea. That's an out-there idea. That's a great idea. But to prove to people... That you can double your money in Upland in a short, like maybe it's six months. Yeah. But how many projects out there can you guarantee double your money in six months? That's a big ask. That's a huge deal. I yeah. know that in crypto, if you buy the right day, you can double your money the, like the next day. Okay. It happens, but those are rare. It's super rare. Yeah. And you have to be super smart to be able to achieve that. You have to have insider information most you really of the time. Do. You really do. But I'm saying... I think the average person out there can double their money in Upland in six months. So whatever you're willing to put in, and I think that's even a conservative. I, I, I would like to think three months at the rate of growth this game is currently having that people can double their money. So three months, double your money. That's why I'm like, why would I settle for double the money when I could have 10x my money yeah. in two years so i'll push on that just a little bit so i've been in this game since like i don't know april and may and i have probably increased my value by about eight percent now that's on me that's not on the game it's on me because i don't feel like i have the time to spend to yeah listen to all the discord announcements and all the little games they're playing and the little uh you know treasure hunts that they're doing constantly I'm like, I do have a job and I have to, you know, stay employed. Uh, so for me to double my money, I think it's going to take me at least a year or so. Um, but that's only because I'm more of a casual player than the yeah. hardcore guy like yourself. That, that's a fair point. I think it does take a time investment and you have to study. Use tools like Upix World. We'll show it here. 
Because you know, in crypto, uh, you can buy shit, you can buy stuff, and um, you know, leave it alone, and then within a, you know, you check back at it, and all of a sudden it is exploded without you doing anything. But in Upland, it requires you to cultivate what it is you've planted. Um, it's like farming, you know, right? You, you plant some seeds. You don't just plant seeds and then go to bed for six months and wake up and, like, harvest this amazing bounteous supply of, uh, you know, I don't know, corn, soybeans, whatever <laughs> farmers do. But Corn, soybeans. Right. Beans and tomatoes and all that. Um, you don't do that. Um, crypto, you could. You could. Crypto, you could buy, you know, a bunch of crap. And you could, you know, travel to, you could be in prison for seven months and you can come out of prison after seven months and look at your crypto holdings and you're like, damn, I just made $2 million while I was in, crypt- while I was in jail. Not so with Upland. You've got to kind of cultivate it. You've got to nourish it. You've got to daily prune. You've got to make I sure. I would say if you mint a bunch of properties, though, if you're minting from the game and you're hodling, yeah. you're just... You hold right for six months. Yeah, no, that's true. That you can five x your money. Yeah, I'm just saying. You said earlier, double your money within like a month or two or something like that. Like that. Three months. Three months. Okay, that that's I think possible. It's possible. I think it's definitely possible. I, that's why I want to push myself to like get my dad to do it, help him manage his account, make YouTube videos about it, put yeah. it out there, yeah, and see if it's a goal that I can achieve. I think it's, it's awesome. It's kind of it's ambitious for it's sure. It's ambitious and it's exciting. But I think for sure in 6 months it's possible. Nothing else gives you a 1.5 extra investment up front either. Yeah. Oh, I agree. The to me, the greatest good that comes from Upland is the lack of risk i put my money in there i don't have to go when i go to okay here's the thing i hate about crypto i love crypto i love it i love it i'm excited about it's it it's an I abusive study it. relationship yeah because like here's the thing man i'll go to bed and i'll look at my crypto holdings especially my main my main bags you know and i'm looking <laughs> at them going all right it looks pretty good i don't want to check right now things are things are looking good eight hours later when i wake up i look at my phone i'm like what the where what happened did elon musk tweet something again like i'm gonna beat that guy you know so like things can happen while you're it's just constantly moving right with upland you set your strategy you buy your properties there's nothing that's going to reduce the value of what you have purchased and or listed it's going to stay at least at the very value at the same value now it can only increase it just takes time, and it takes time for you to take your money out. That's the only drawback to uh, to Upland, in my opinion, is that it takes time. But if you've got time, again, remember Warren Buffett's... Just like any... I mean, even the stock market, same rules apply. Yeah. I literally think Upland right now, I know I'm bullish on it. I will admit, I've admitted at the fan beginning boy, of this episode, sure. I'm a fanboy, I'm bullish on it, but... The proof is in the pudding, man. I've been in crypto for the same amount of time I've been in Upland, yeah. and I have not even close, even in the highest. Uh, a few months ago, when uh, when uh, crypto was at its highest 
in May. I had doubled my money. Okay, right. I had doubled my money. And I now was you're stoked. Now you're four x. And now I'm back to like only twenty percent, fifty percent increase of my money in yeah. crypto. Yeah. Okay, but in Upland, I'm still at a four x investment at the same amount of yeah. time. And that's and guess what? I feel I could get that out tomorrow. Yeah. The upland market is not going to crash tomorrow that makes my Yeah, yeah, yeah. 86,000 <laughs> Did you're like li- tomorrow you'll literally be 87,000. Yeah. Okay, so here's the here's the here's the end all be all summer summarization comment that I'll make and Tyler will make a better one than me. But I'll just say this. Uh, there are a number of strategies that are that are out there. Tyler professionally is trained as a digital marketer my yeah cr- I, I love to look at data yeah and numbers all day currently so my it's role an advantage of that yeah my role currently is in sales and which is a like for me at least in my current role is all about people and relationships um the point is is that there's probably a lot of you out there who have had experience in real estate or investments or NFTs, or crypto, or stock market, or whatever, you will, given your own experience, craft your own strategies. We would love to hear from you about what your strategies are, and if your strategies are compelling enough, we would love to invite you to be on this show, whether you Zoom in, call in, or or physically visit us here in Salt Lake City, Utah. But we would love to have anybody here on the show to talk about your particular strategy. We we talked around the strategies. We didn't get super specific. Um, but there's the point is is that the sky is the limit on what you can do, what works for you, and how you and, and it's all dependent on what your goals are as well. Yeah, and eventually we actually want to do these episodes live on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash the Upland Show. Not gonna stop shouting that out. Love shouting that out because YouTube is uh, right. my favorite. Uh, if you're watching on spot, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts, come check us out on YouTube.com forward slash The Upland Show, where we will very soon be doing these episodes live and interacting live with the community. Maybe even live Q and A every episode at the end of every episode or beginning of every episode. Yeah. We'll be interacting with the community. Uh, we're trying to build a following right now. Yeah. But uh, once we reach kind of certain numbers, we will be doing these live every week and uh, answering live Q&A. That's Bo- right. If both both uh, McSqueeb and I have put a significant investment into this game. And uh, I believe we're both in the top 100 players or so. I mean, you're in the top like one percent. I'm in the top like eighty percent. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're both in the. I think we're both in the top hundred at least. Oh, that's cool. And uh, we're we put a significant amount of money into this game. Yeah, we're serious and, about uh, it. We're we serious about it, and we'd love to answer questions from those who maybe are still questioning if they should put yeah. that kind of money into and, this and game. And you can, and you can trust us because we are not affiliated with. Upland or Not its developers. I, and we could lose all our money tomorrow if this game tanks. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, if you go back to a couple episodes ago, 
uh, you know, we were very, very, very frank about some of the things that we were disappointed, at least I was, about how they released the Santa Clara properties. And so we will always, in future episodes, continue to provide you with an unbiased uh, presentation about what the latest advancements are in the game of Upland. We are bullish on Upland. We absolutely are. Uh, we will not invest money into something we're not bullish into. Uh, but at the same time, it's not perfect. Um, we have recommendations. We hope things are, are improved. Um, but I'm telling you, from the things that we've heard from uh, some of the developers well, that we cannot share, you better get in right now. Because in the next 90 days, if you didn't get into it now, before the next 90 days, I'm telling you, you will regret it for years to come. Because there I, are, I agree. There I are agree. things happening. There they are s- they've told us at least that an announcements are yet to come <laughs> that are big. Dude, and some of these announcements are earth-shattering announcements that will absolutely take this game 100x. And so you've got to get in right now and follow some of these strategies. Go in there and start buying cheap strategies, you know, in Chicago or wherever. And just wait. Just hodl that stuff and just wait. You know what? It's not going to go anywhere. Your money's Let's not going to drop. it for double, triple, and just sit on it. And just sit Eventually on it. Eventually, it will all sell. Your wife double, will be happy if with you're, you. If you want to just double your money, you could do that in guaranteed less than a year. You tell me any stock in which you can put your money in, and then in a year you can double your money without any risk of your money, your investment decreasing, tell me that stock because I want in on it. Because I'm telling you, it is called Upland, and that's where you're going to do this money. That's where you're going to make this money. Thanks for watching YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, all the places you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, we really appreciate it. Please give us a like, comment. Please let us know your thoughts. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you agree. Uh, we we respond actually to every single comment. We do, and on our YouTube channel, that's something we're we got to stick to until we until we have like ten thousand subscribers. <laughs> uh, I think that's something we can stick to. We absolutely can, and I'm telling you, let us know also what your favorite. Lay's chips and or crisps are uh, we would love to know because we're big fans yep we'll see you in the next one thank you love you